0: It's Saturday, and uh, you don't know what time it is because this is an unusual time for a pod. It's FRPC hoops on the air. Uh, this week has been real hectic with uh, migraines and uh, just wasn't feeling well. So we are hitting you with a pod on a Saturday. How crazy is that? We couldn't leave you without a dope pod to step to. Shout out to David Jacoby and my aunt, uh, Jayla Rose. Today, we're going to talk about the the extension of one Anthony Davis. I'm so excited about this. All right. First and foremost, let's get to the numbers and the particulars about this. Uh, We're looking at a three-year extension that will be starting in the... 2025 2026 season and it is a average annual salary of 62 million now how that works out um we'll put up the uh numbers that bobby marks worked out as far as that's concerned uh sports tracks has it the same way so we'll put that in the pod for you um on the youtube clip so you know keep it locked if you are a YouTube person, as far as that's concerned, if you are a YouTube pe- person, get on the pod, get the whole thing, you know what I'm saying? That's what we're trying to do, trying to bring heat when we do pod. So now with that being said, um, I want to take this a different way. I'm not going to talk about what what it means right now. Because what it means right now for myself and for the others that really speak on the Lakers, um, we're kind of at a impasse. Because, you know, if you want, listen, Dan Laker fan, Trevor Lane, they, they do excellent work. I love what they do. A lot of information. Um, but... I'm skeptical of the games being played. Now, I did come on here very excited about AD, and I am. There's a reason for that, and we're gonna get into it. But if you're telling me I'm depending on a 39 year old for the most this for most of the year, LeBron and AD, then uh, you know <laughs> I don't know what to tell you on that. But the way I look at it is this: is that is interesting to me Not because they extended him Is what it means Not for the years going further Okay, and that's where I want to kind of lead towards Is what is going to be happening Down the road And what I think is actually going to be happening down the road Is something real cool um, I talked to somebody who Is a scout for Eastern Conference team. And they said. The Lakers have like. Under the radar. Rebuilt his team. And have young. Controllable assets. For. This. uh, Rainy day. That's coming. right? And I was like what are you talking about. He was like think about it. They have Reeves locked up. Uh, they can do the same thing for Max Christie if he breaks out next year. They didn't trade the pick this year and drafted Jalen Hood Shafino in the first round with the 17th overall pick. They also got the kid from Pepperdine, Maxwell Lewis, who's a sniper and could project as a 3 and D wing. So, with all that, and then you got the Jerry Vanderbilt to the world. You also have the D'Angelo Russell contract or him as an asset going forward. And then you have AD. Now, keep in mind, the next two years of this contract, the next two, are 40.6, which is this year, coming up. And then it is 43.2 The following season Why is that all important? Well What happens if LeBron leaves? Right? If his kid gets a full You know, full Good little health And can Can Restart basketball activities and finds himself to be a draftable asset. We might be looking at the last year of LeBron James. Or (laughs) New Orleans cannot take the pick, you know, and defer till 2025. If I was them, that's what I would do personally because the draft in 2025 is ridiculous. Trust me, there are kids that are coming. But you got AD, and here's the thing: the defense seems to have come back. You know what we saw in the playoffs? That was that was vintage AD. We loved it. Uh, I actually was not as uh, worried about the offense, and you know the the. Uh, going from like 30 points and 16 rebounds to 12 points and whatever the case would be, because I knew what he was given on the defensive end. So I wasn't real, uh, you know, shaking by that. The thing about it is, is what does, what do the Lakers have on top of that? And now the emergence of Austin Reeves, who legitimately looks like a third guy and his volume going up, Doesn't seem to have changed his numbers. That's important. Is when you can shoot over 50%. Shoot close to 40%. And shoot 87% from the free throw line. You know that's that's a lead type player. I'm not saying he's a lead. I'm just saying that those numbers are putting you on the elite road. Now does this mean that I think he's going to be. You know, Trey Young or, or whoever else, you know, Gilgis Alexander. No, I'm not saying that. But if you can sit there and say, "I," we have a third guy. This guy is automatic 18 points. Automatic like four or five rebounds. Automatic like six assists. And he's going to make the right plays most of the time. And then we're going to have a game or two where he's going to blow up for 30. That's all you would ever want from third guy. Now, I don't want to pigeonhole Austin to that. I think he could actually work himself up to be like a second guy. Um, I think that the USA basketball situation will be big for him and his development. And he'll get to see what some of the other players do that are kind of in his tier. So uh, I'll be very interested to see what's going to happen with that. But getting back to this whole deal about the Lakers and what is next, again, look at all the young talent that is controlled for the next two or three years and even longer if you're thinking about, you know, some of these guys are just going to get automatic extensions because as money starts falling off the books, you know, we got to replace that money somewhere, right? Now. The other thing is, somebody brought up, and I think it was Trevor. Trevor brought up a very good point about LeBron. Who's to say that he's just going to take the minimal to go to a team? Let's say his, t- you know, now they he really wanted to do them a favor. He made he's made a lot of money. He can do that, but LeBron has always been the type of player that looks out for the league, and if he puts up anything close to what he put up last year, this year, he's not going to take a minimal contract, and he's going to be owed like 50 mil next year. What could the Lakers get back? Could they get a distressed asset? You know, all depends on the team. But it's not a it's not an absolute that the Lakers lose LeBron for nothing. Now you have to you have to think about nuclear winter when you when you're talking about this. You you do have to think like that. But there is a plan B that might be even more palatable. Now what you're getting back is definitely not going to be LeBron, but maybe these are pieces that can help you in the future. And you can see how it fits in with your squad. Who knows. But at the end of the day. If Reeves is stepping up the way he has done. You have the D'Angelo Russell contract as well. What does Vanderbilt look like this year? The Rui contract as well. Can't forget about Rui. Now if you are on the side of. What you saw in the playoffs—that's for real—and and do not worry yourself with uh, the four years in Washington, in our nation's capital. I understand that. I can't do that. I need to see more. I think that's why I'm more on the the lower side of what the Lakers could be this year, you know. And trust me, as a lot forty years, man, I've, I've been loving the Lakers, and. You know, but I will say to me, this is a fun team. To me, this is, there's hope with this team. Yes, we still got LeBron and we still got AD and we have that chance for excellence. If it, you know, if it all kind of marinates the right way, if it all kind of plans out the right way, they could make a real good run. And who knows what happens at the trade deadline and whatever. But looking at the team, And thinking about what the scout told me, I'm looking at all these young cats and how they fit into roles post-LeBron. All right, Reeves has already carved out a role. Okay, Uh, if you keep on, if you keep D'Angelo Russell, here's another guy who could shoot it and also take up some of the volume that you would need for somebody to take up once LeBron left. Now, Rui would also have to step up his role. Now, see, there's a problem. I think Rui's very comfortable in what he does right now. Now, could he grow into that and then be take take on more of a kind of a, like a Jeremy Grant role, right? Jeremy kind of grew himself into a guy who could, you know, you can lean on for like 25 points every night type of guy, right? Um... He became like a second. So if Rui's developing. Austin is developing. It's going to be key to see what Max Christie does this year. I'm very high on Jalen Hood's Trevino. I know that he didn't show out in summer league. I know there was some, you know, some shooting situations that we weren't really excited about. But at the end of the day, I think that the talent will play out. And I think. We're, we'll be in a better slot for it. I'm looking at him as like a younger D'Angelo Russell with more defensive upside. So think about what D'Angelo Russell is and then add a little defense. Would we not be happy with that? Yes, we would. So I have big hope for Jalen Hood, Shafino. Um, I think he's a crafty player. I think he's an intelligent player, but I also think he has some, some pretty much some, uh, I give a shit on the defensive end. And I think that is important. Not saying that D'Angelo doesn't, it's just he's more comfortable in kind of like the rover role, which is the role that LeBron plays now. And to find there's really not a secondary rover role in um in a traditional NBA defense. Now if you were playing a zone. Maybe you could have a big that ro- roved a little bit because he was quick enough and you had a guard that was instinctive and you could kind of play the passing lanes and do it that way. But since the Lakers play a lot of man to man and switch on the, um, on the ball screens, you can't really play it like that. So you can have one rover that's usually LeBron. We're definitely going to get it, give it to like the alien, the, the smartest dude in the league. We're not going to give it to D'Angelo Russell. Sorry about that, dude. You know, that's what it is. So, if you are stacking the talent, and you say, okay, we know we got Reeves, Um, if Vando can start hitting his shot, what is he worth? A 3 and D wing, a pest to the 2 guard and to the uh, point guard, Um, he still hasn't had the ability to guard up, so there's a cap on um, Vanderbilt when it comes to that, but, if you're looking at it and you're going, Reeves is 25, Vando's 24, uh, Christie's 20, you know, um, Jalen Hush, Fino's like 19. He doesn't turn 24 for a minute as well. Max Lewis is like 21. Um, Ruri's still young. He's like 24, 25. Um, you know, so you got all these guys, and D'Angelo Russell's still 27, 28. So you got a lot of young people still on this team, and the next iteration of the Lakers is maybe a big away from being at least, okay, we have a base, and now we can go look for our star, right, to either pair with AD, or are we starting a little bit, I wouldn't say starting over, I would say kind of rebuild on the fly, See if you have a young player that maybe about to hit that superstar level. Usually Lakers like established stars. But maybe as we start to sophisticate our, um, our scouting, maybe we can kind of hit on the guy who's about to be a star. You know, these are hopes. I'm not saying this is going to come true. You know what the Lakers are all about. We're looking for the next star. I know it. Everybody in, in the la-la knows it. We look for stars, and that's all there is to it. But if you're clearing LeBron James' contract, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to go ahead and get, you know, a star back or whatever the case may be. And keep in mind, that puts you just a little bit below the salary cap. Uh, you know, the salary cap. So even if you... If LeBron just walked away, it's not like you going have a ton of money to play with. That's probably going to be like a mid-level exception guy, something like that. Taxpayer mid-level, something. It's not going to be like a $30 million guy. They're not going to be that far underneath the cap with the cap holds that you have with the basic roster and also the young talent that you're bringing in. And keep in mind, if you don't make a trade, you're going to have another first-round draft pick coming in This upcoming season, whether it's New Orleans pick because we had a worse record than them or our own pick because they decided to defer and next year or this year is the last year. They can either do this. They can either take this year or next year. It's one of the two. So we either give them the the draft pick this year or next year. So we're almost done with that. Um, and then the only pick that we have out there is, I believe the 2027. And that is now Utah's, I believe. So you have that. But as far as your looking at the team and saying, okay, wh- what do we got? <clears throat> I believe that Austin can be like a 22 point game with guy. Now, I don't know if you'll, he'll show that this year. But I think that Austin is a guy that, given his efficiency, given the way he can score, given the way he can work in the mid range, and given the way that he is the type of guy, I don't need to take like six, seven shots in a row. You know, he could, but he doesn't have to. He can stay, he can stay in the flow of the offensive of pick and pack. But I think there is enough aggression in him. That if you gave him 16, 18 shots a game. He gets you 24, 25 points. Okay, so. If you got that. And I'm not discounting AD. So he's in the future plans. Either by keeping him or by trade. Because the other thing. Is AD going to want to play with the next iteration of the Lakers? Now. We like to accommodate stars. We would love to keep AD. Because if you think about it, if the defense stays at least where it is, at least for the next two or three years, I mean, that's a that's a hell of a guy to have on your team, right? Even if the offense kind of slides a little bit, if you're expecting a bump from Austin, maybe Christie, maybe Maxwell Lewis develops, I'm thinking that Jalen Hood, Shafino is going to develop, I think your backcourt of the future is going to be Austin Reeves and Jalen Hood Schifino. Personally, that's what I think. God willing, he does not get traded. God willing, he does not get traded because we do have a propensity to trade guys before they hit. Oh, hi, Brandon Ingram, uh, Lonzo Ball. Uh, you know, I think the only one that we really can say, well, Caruso to we saw the best of Caruso and we I think we saw the best of Kyle Kuzma. But uh, you know, D'Angelo, we didn't see this of D'Angelo until he went to Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? So um, you know, we got a better D'Angelo Russell come on the back end of this than we did on the, the first iteration. So if your backcourt is gonna be six five, six six with Jalen Hood and also keep in mind Jalen Hood Shafino. Is a stout 215 pounds. This is not a small dude. We're not worried about his development physically. We're just. Allowing the game to catch up. You know. And that might actually be easier. If you think about it. Because it's just reps. So as he gets. More adjusted to the game speed. And where he fits in. And what he can do. Because I, I believe. With the confidence that he has in himself, the aggression, and his he he strives to be great. Now, I don't know what that means for him. I don't know if he'll ever be, you know, like this twenty plus a game scorer or anything like that. But I think Jalen Hushafino you know, has the has the opportunity to uh be a very good rotation player. Like in your starting rotation and give you incredible minutes, you know whether it be regular season or postseason. I know we're projecting, but I think the talent will play itself out. Now you're just asking for one of these other these guys to hit either Maxwell Lewis, either um, um, uh, who am I missing? Um, Maxwell Lewis. Jared Vanderbilt, Rui Hachimura. Um, You know, if you believe in what you saw in the playoffs, there's there's your other guy. Then you got, um, you know, you you got the other young guys. You know, keep in mind, there's a Colin Castleton. Who knows what he's going to be. Not saying that he's going to be this superstar, but a role player that could help you. He looks like all the all the makings of that at least so kudos to the Los Angeles Lakers scouting department again you know the young buses getting it you know shots out to the crew over there shots out to rob Kalinka you know and the thing with Rob that I love about him and I'll bring this up until until uh you know he retires is that we can say what we want to say about the Westbrook deal, okay? It it did not work out. It did not, okay? But the one thing we can say is that once it didn't, Rob stuck to his guns. And he didn't make the trade, remember, a couple seasons ago when they were talking about two first-round picks, Eric Gordon and Christian Wood for Russell Westbrook, didn't do that trade. Right, remember, disgruntled LeBron, Matt, didn't make the trade. What we're we gonna do? This season sucks, whatever. Then, in the off season, we heard Kyrie rumblings. Then Kyrie wasn't gonna sign for like the veterans, you know, mid level or whatever. Then can we trade for him? No, not gonna do that. No, not gonna do that. Then, then, right before the season, we heard the Miles Turner-Buddy Hill rumors, and those percolated, but they wanted two first-round picks for it, right? So, he stands his ground, stands his ground, holds firm, hold, continues to hold firm, Long behold, gets Rui on a great deal, sending out, oh, uh, my God, uh, Kendrick Nunn, I mean, geez, what a fleece on that and a couple second rounders you kidding me absolutely every you know twice on Sunday let's get it done right um, and then makes the trade where Russell leaves you know it's uh, Utah via or Utah Charlotte something you know I don't know where he actually ended up I think Utah right Utah First round pick, we end up with D'Angelo. Some people say, well, wouldn't we have been better off with Mike Conley? Maybe, maybe. I mean, but Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley, all that came back to you. Now, did it all work? No. And then they got Mo Bombo as well. Did it all work? No. None of these guys are here, but what it did, it just kept that money open. And then that money was able to be utilized this year. You know these shrewd moves that he has made now, allowing these expirings to come out, and then getting Torian Prince and getting uh, keeping retaining Rui, retaining D'Lo. Whether you think of him as a trade chip or not, there's going to be games where D'Lo is going to give us twenty five plus. There's going to be some games where we're going to need that energy. So keep that in mind as we, you know, flush that young man's uh, dreams <laughs> to be in the Laker for a while. God, we didn't want him when he was here the first time, and damn sure it looked like we don't want him now. Um, But I'm just looking at a lot of this youth, and I'm looking at a lot of this uh, The just even – Even with the difficulties of trading picks and keeping picks and who's going to keep what when it comes down to, um, you know, New Orleans and what they're going to do. Are they going to defer to next year or whatever case may be? I mean, think about the navigation that Palinka has done with all of it. It's been a real hard situation and we're looking back at it right now. And yeah, we have some tough years. Granted, we did, but we're in a really good position for whether LeBron stays, goes, gets traded, just leaves on his own accord. I'm feeling pretty good about the Lakers' future, and again, like I said, Eastern Conference Scout said to me he did it right underneath LeBron James' nose. He stood his ground and said, no, we're not trading this. We're not giving up the farm. No, we're not doing this. No, we're trying to help you. We're going to build a team around you that makes sense, even though it might not be the, you know, the the star that you're looking for. That can suck some of the energy out the room so you don't have to do it because AD is not willing to be that guy. And I'm not no shade on AD. He's just not the big magnanimous personality to to take some of that shine away from LeBron. LeBron is always going to get shine because he's LeBron James. He is the all-time scoring leader now, okay? My man has been to so many finals. We can't count him now. He's done it all, basically. And, yeah, I can understand having another guy where it's like, oh, well, let's pay attention to this dude and he's a star and, you know, whatever the case may be. I understand what he's looking for. He just can't get it because the way you have to. The roster construction today. Maybe it changes with the. Increase in salary cap money. That's coming in the next five years. Especially soon as the TV money hits. But. Right now. It's. this really two stars. And then. Good. Pieces. That you can get on the cheap. Because. Let me tell you something. If, If Austin Reeves is what I think he is, and he is legitimately giving you 18 points a game next year constantly. And I think actually, that's being conservative personally. I think he can probably give us like, I think my man is going to be knocking on the door like 20 before it's all over with. But if your third guy is making like 14 million dollars. Man, you know what kind of win that is? You have any idea what kind of win you you have made in your team? If your third guy. Oh, and by the way, check this out. What happens if he's the fourth guy? Because Rui, at 17, is what y'all have told us, told me he is. Because I'm not betting against it, what I'd like to do is see it for longer. I just want to see it this... Let me see it this half of the year, and then we can crown Rui that dude. That's all I'm saying. Playoff performance, going into a, going into coming into a contract negotiating period, he was locked in. I, I don't know what to tell you. He was locked in. But... I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little weary to think that this is what it is, but if my man can give us 15, 16, you know, pretty good D, be physical, I mean, you talking about, if that is, if I'm, if I'm saying that, okay, let's say Austin gave you 17, Rui's consistent 13, 14, dude, what are we talking about right now? I mean, that is, and we haven't even got to Christie, Torian Prince. We haven't got to Gabe Vincent yet. You know, so we haven't even got to those guys. So this is a much deeper team. And also, if you think about it, the only thing they didn't replace, well, two things they didn't replace. A volume three point guy, but D'Angelo could play that role and maybe more consistent than Malik Beasley. So you actually might have a fix there and the more expanded role of Austin. So they eat in, they both basically suck up the Malik Beasley role. Okay. Now, the big situation problem okay I'm not gonna lie to you but like Trevor said like DTlf has said like Sean Davis has said and a myriad of others we got until training camp to get that figured out we really do and yeah it would be nice to have it all figured out you know we can go into you know rest of August and Worry about our fantasy football teams and and uh, what the Tribal Chief is going to do on SummerSlam. Because I'm getting ready for that. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to the Tribal Chief and getting this W over Jay Uso. Hopefully trying to bring the fam back in to the island of relevancy. But the Lakers are deep. You know, and if these guys are going to hit their, hit these, at least the, what we would consider relative bumps, you know, not even crazy bumps, because if I told you d was going to average like 16, 17 points a game, and I was, you I was going to tell you that, um, um, if I was going to tell you that, uh, you know, Austin was gonna do seventeen and Ruy is gonna do fourteen. I mean, that's if you're if I'm telling you that's what could is gonna happen, the supporting cast has just gotten astronomically better. And remember, we started the season off two and ten. We were absolutely dog shit early in the year. And if we can just avoid that, you know. Could be a better year. But there's a lot of improvement in the West. So keep it tempered. Because it's all going to. It's all going to. It's it's all stemming from the health of LeBron and AD. If LeBron and AD stay healthy. This could be a special year. If we get the same LeBron. Same AD. Which listen. In the playoffs. If they're healthy. I don't care where they are. They're a problem for anyone, anyone, but I think for them to really think about, really think about trying to get to the highest lefts, to the NBA, the Western Conference Finals and the NBA Finals, and and really try to put Banner 18 up there, AD and LeBron gonna have to play like. Combine 135 games. I put this out in a video before and I, I chat. I don't, I'm not backing down from it. You know, and they haven't. And that's cool, dude. Cause listen, they end up giving us 120 or whatever. We like a 5C. Yeah, it's going to be a struggle. But guess what? They made it to the Western Conference finals last year. So y'all let me know. Like I get, like I said again. Kudos to Rob Palenka because he rebuilt the team. The the team is rebuilt. We might need a big, obviously, you know, long term situation to back up AD. Um, Maybe down the road, AD becomes a piece or LeBron becomes a piece that gets you another big. And obviously, that won't happen this year. That will not happen. We're talking next year. This year is about trying to win the championship. This year is all about that, even though I'm thinking that's a long, long, long shot. Long shot, Laker fans. I know y'all, I know y'all pumped up. I know y'all hyped. I know you are. But I will always continue to say that if we're, depending on the health of AD and LeBron, I'm sorry. I, I can't get there until I actually see it. So he'll have to give me. They'll have to give me 135. They give us 135. I know right now we're going to have a really, really good season, but I can't count on it. So with that being said, this is your pod. We're going back to regular schedule next week, Monday, um, basketball, um, Wednesday, football, uh, and maybe more football on Friday because I got to catch up. I had a migraine uh, last three days. It was terrible. Um Fetal position, all of that sucked for me. I'm actually so excited that I can look into light for the first time in a minute and uh, get be able to get this pot out to you. But what do you think? If you're on the YouTube comments below, helpful, 100% uh, love them. On Twitter, hit me at FrontRunnerPC, hit my guy Nico, Remember, he's getting married, so the nuptials, the the advice on the wedding, things of that nature, what to do after the wedding, you know, drop him a line at Nico F R P C. All right, so we hit the socials, we hit the YouTube channel. Re- remember to rate and review us on Spotify and on Apple. Um, it helps. It helps us. We need it. Uh, and that's about it, man. So everybody enjoy the rest of your Saturday. I'm glad that I can get on, tell you my thoughts on the AD extension. I think it's a good extension for flexibility reasons. And also the next two years, you're only getting them at 40.6 and 43.2. And then the 62 million, is he, is he even going to be here for that? Don't know. Lots up in the air. A lot of things can happen by then. We don't know if we're going to have LeBron. All of that. But tell me what you think. Hit me up. Wanna, I definitely want to engage with the listeners and the viewers. So hit me up. I'm looking forward to it. You guys have a good rest of your weekend. Your boys out. Peace.